Force podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Broker Michelle Parno has lived and worked in Lake Forest for over two decades. Michelle's lending experience, when combined with her real estate expertise, makes her an invaluable asset to her clients as they navigate their home buying or selling process. Call Michelle now at 847-528-8721, 847-528-8721. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focused on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and ganjie. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havey. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Laracy and Company CPAs founded in 2010 by Lake Forest owned Brian Laracy specializes in tax preparation and bookkeeping services. Earning the People Love Us on Yelp Award, their process is straightforward. Just upload, review, and file. For a free quote, visit laracycpa.com. Now that's L A R I S E Y C P A dot com. I'm excited to share with you something special from our Lake Forest community, the Aesthetic Lounge Med Spa, located at 775 North Bank Lane in Lake Forest near Wisconsin Avenue. This just isn't any spa. They offer an amazing blend of traditional spa services, plus the added benefit of medical procedures and treatments. In a relaxing and luxurious spa environment, you can enjoy a range of cosmetic and aesthetic treatments. These are all performed under the supervision of top medical professionals. The Aesthetic Lounge Med Spa provides skin care, facial rejuvenation, body contouring, laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, chemical peers, and much more. What's great is that each treatment is tailored not just to enhance your appearance, but also to address specific skin concerns and to promote overall well-being. So if you're looking to pamper yourself and take your beauty routine to the next level, give the Aesthetic Lounge Med Spa a call at 224-768-8028 or visit them at their location on North Bank Lane. It's an experience your skin will thank you for. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. What's up, dude? Good morning to you. What's up, Republican? Proud of that. Why? Proud of some of the nominees we nominate. That's kind of where I think we'll go with this one. You can... uh... I am a uh, disgruntled voter of the Republican Party, and you guys can talk me off the ledge. Two words, Joe Biden. <laughs> you really want four more years? Of, uh, and Does anybody think Joe Biden's going to serve four years if he gets reelected? <laughs> Is there any other Democrats? Gavin Newsom, J.B. Pritzker, God forbid Kamala Harris. I mean, that that press conference she had last year with the prime minister of Poland. Oh, 
Uh, I just know. Hey, she look what I got. You got what? See my mug? Wait, hold on. See it there? Oh, that's really nice. Like, yeah, I got it at the, um, pop, the, the pop-up store in Bank Lane. Oh, Good. Kathy Zerniak. I'm going to forward you something. Well, here, I'll just... Don't say her name in vain. I'm not saying her name in vain. <laughs> you uttered a profanity and then her name. That's just talking. All right. They they have some shop going on too. Well, it's the pop up shop on Bank Lane. It's the city and the chamber account. Okay, good. Then you can talk about it. Yeah, I've been we've been in there. Debbie and I went in and really nice. The Booster Club is selling some stuff now. The Booster Club also has a store that's open a couple days a week over at the high school. I forget which days. Forgive me, but they've got stuff for the Booster Club. That's who was that's this. so there's shirts and all sorts of stuff with the scout. And a lot of it has the spear. <laughs> my cold dead hands, Matt Montgomery, are you taking this? But then there's some other stuff. Uh, there's a couple local artists. The Historical Society Lake Bluff uh, is in. has got some stuff in there, too, because the chamber is Lake Forest and Lake Bluff. Really neat local stuff if you're looking for some nice gifts. Here, I just sent to you what she sent me. Did you send it on email or text? Email. Email? You've got mail. Hey, looking for those last-minute Christmas gifts? Hungry for a piece of pizza or oh. fresh pop kettle corn? Need to get your knives sharpened? We always like to have a sharp knife in our drawer. Want to visit with library staff and members of the Preservation Foundation? Not really. The city of Lake Forest got you covered all in one place. Head over to the West Lake Forest train station on Telegraph Road, just north of Everett Road, to the third annual Celebrate the Season Holiday Market this Saturday 10 to 2, free parking, free admission, friends and neighbors, stop by. And it has been Jason Wikipedia approved that Kathy Zerniak send this over to promote. Well, I'm looking, hey, maybe I'll, I'll make uh, make my way over there. I'm always looking for uh, some stuff. Um, oh, there's another pop and Kettle corn are not in my diet anymore, but um, that's that's how it goes when you're diabetic, but um, free parking, free admission. Hey, there's a free parking alone because normally it's three bucks to park there. But um, <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I ride that train a lot. Um, it's free on the weekends, isn't it? I hope they keep the you know keep the train noise down there because it might uh, upset the uh, folks by the train tracks there. But um, yeah, no, it, a lot of great stuff. And like I said, the pop up shop on Bank Lane, right? Uh, it's right uh, near Sweets, and uh, what's the hot dog place? Forgive me that I can't remember the hot dog place. Uh, I wouldn't know, because with my diet, I don't eat hot dogs, Joe. Oh, yeah, right. You've never had a hot, you had a hot dog for breakfast. Come on. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about on Bank Lane? Yeah, uh, what's the name of it? Gosh, it's been there forever, too. I don't know if she would come on the show. I, actually, I take it back, she did. Um, hey, Pasquazy used to be Pasquazy's uh, dog. Yeah, it's um, Left Bank. Left Bank, yes. Sorry, Left Bank. Didn't mean to forget your name. We could. Hey, look, I. Um, no, you know what? If it was named Right Bank, you would have probably got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people in the Republican Party think I am to the left for Republican, but hey, Christmas time, Hanukkah time. Speaking of Hanukkah time. Yeah, how about that, huh? Yeah, great event. 
uh, Sunday evening in Market Square. Props to the city. Props to Chabad. I hope I said it right. What is, like, what is it, Chabad? I didn't even know to tag that. Uh, you know, the, we met the rabbi, very nice man. Uh, he, uh, it's, it's not a full synagogue with a building and stuff. I think they meet in town. He moved here last year, I believe, from New York. Um, they tried to do this last year, but the weather was really bad, so they moved it over to Gorton Center. Um, but they did it this year. The weather it was it was chilly, but other, you know we bund- we all bundled up, and the the warmth of the uh, candles kept us yeah, all the warmth. <laughs> but Mayor Tack was there, Alderman Gashgarian. Uh, there was who else? Um, um, the social media Alderman Nancy Novid was there. I saw her. Jason Witcha was there Dana also wasn't so and uh i invited a couple of my uh jewish friends uh uh, from the north suburban area and everybody asks this so i'm gonna clear this up reminder name like weiss um my my father was jewish my mother was not i am not i attend christ church here in lake forest uh that's that work you flip a coin or I just made a decision. Too Catholic. I'm not Catholic, uh, but uh, though I did go to Loyola University, which is a Jesuit school, but um, I just made a decision that to accept Christ as my savior and uh, nothing personal against my Jewish friends. And I, like I said, I grew up in Skokie and Morton Grove, uh, very strong Jewish communities there. When I was growing up, I'm not so sure about that anymore. I think they've all moved to like Buffalo Grove and other places, uh, Northbrook, you know. And I think, I think, given what happened on October 7th with, in Israel, unfortunately, I think the meaning of Hanukkah really came through with this. So, kudos to Mayor Tack and the city for for doing this. I know they took some grief from a couple of the atheists in town. Um, how dare you have a religious symbol on city property, which is a load of garbage. Thompson hey, Center. What now? Explain this one to me. We can't have Jews in Market Square? What's wrong with that? First of all, can I say Jew? It depends on the context, but the way you just said it is fine. Okay. Yeah. Make sure, you know. It's like, it's like saying black. I mean, there's a way to say it in a positive way, and there's a way to say it in a derogatory way. Or white. I mean, when you say white trash, that's a derogatory phrase. I I like that phrase. By the way, about Florida, uh, I forgot to say it last week. Florida is the only state in the country that the further north you go, the more southern it gets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson, I like. Florida. I love Florida. I spent a lot of time in Florida. Going to be spending a little time in Florida uh, a couple weeks. Jacksonville should not be allowed to have a Super Bowl. What? Jacksonville had a Super Bowl. I forgot what the year was. And uh, that town just wasn't ready for a a Super Bowl. Didn't Indianapolis have a Super Bowl? I don't know. I just... If we ever build a dome stadium here, we could get a Super Bowl. I did not see uh, Melanie Rummel at the thing. Maybe they didn't invite her. But I thought that was like an open invitation. It's open, but did how you know? I found out about it through Alderman Gashgarian, and that's the one thing. Maybe in, next time they do a little more publicity. I th- like I said, I I had heard that they took a, took some grief. I mean, there were posters in some of the store windows about it, but they took some grief from a couple atheists who you know, oh, separation of church and state and whatever. 
I hope they can get more. It was a nice crowd, but I hope we can get more. I mean, you don't have to be Jewish to come to celebrate. Annika, you were there. I loved your hat, man. Everybody was asking about your hat again. What are you talking about? It's my Abe Lincoln hat. What Orthodox rabbi did you steal that hat from? Uh, I was getting <laughs> funny looks from those guys. They're like, oh, <laughs> you got a bigger hat than I do. <laughs> I, like I said, you I'm it, Pete it, Orthodox. It serves multiple holidays. You got what? Thanksgiving, Christmas, Lincoln's birthday, Groundhog's Day. You got it all covered with that hat. Maybe even Easter. Who knows? <laughs> Passover. Uh, shout out to Ed Neville over at Lantern. Look at this. Look at this. Fam it's a family-run business here. There goes Ed. He he's very shy. He does it, but I got him. There he is. That's his sister right there. Great people. Love this joint. I love it. And the prices are right. The prices are right. And look at we're next to the models here. Look at that. Look at that. Then of course you got the other side of the track. These are the West Siders. <laughs> it was a nice pre. Yeah, it was good to finally meet Ed. Uh, he's a good guy. I uh, heard all about him. I, I'm used to going in there and Costa is the face of the lantern to me. Um, but. Costa oh, had a well-deserved day off, so um, got a lot. And then my friends uh, who were came, uh, they were there with. Uh, we took them to the Lantern for dinner afterwards. They'd never been to the Lantern; they'd always heard about it. Ooh, we got somebody joining us. Well, of course, Je Jenna, you that must be uh, well, Gianna, Gina. How do you say that, Casey? Gina, Gina. I hope it switches over to Casey. <laughs> <laughs> You look like a Casey to me. What's up, Joe? What's hey, up, Pete? good morning, Mr. Mayor. Mayor name. You guys know how? Do we know what? Wait, what'd you say? How do I switch the name over, Pete? Tell me how. Don't worry about it. I'll put out the name. I don't think the name shows on the final recording. Uh, uh, oh, oh, it does show, but I'll I'll, 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 I'll fix it for you. I'll put... fix it for you. I mean, I could be Gina, I guess. If you guys want to interview my wife. Yeah. How is your how, how is your wife? Everybody should have a first wife. Everyone's good, Pete. I got no complaints. Where's Skew at? He, Skew, he done? What's he doing Skew, these days? Skew, you know, he's 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 got to concentrate on his uh, PA skills. You know, he's going thirty years <laughs> of uh, being the PA announcer over. I get it. Selling insurance uh, underneath the lantern there. And uh, you know, we're we're doing we're doing politics and. Uh, Joe is uh Joe Weiss is better schooled on politics th than myself. You know, <laughs> Casey, you and I, we've done a few shows together and we've yeah, talked up in and out. And uh I've learned to say Matawa. Yeah, settle that score for for my there's a fight in my house about this because I'll say I'm going to the Costco in Matawa, and my wife and daughters say it's Metawa. What what's the story? Matawa. You're Matawa? right. Yeah. Right. I got so, it right. It, I think if you're not, uh, well, how do you say this right? Probably if you're not from the village, then you say it metal real fast, right? I probably used to say that and was probably right. said that all the way till 2012 or 2013. I think I've had that story with Pete until I was elected. And then the residents are, are quickly to correct you and say Matawa. So it's Matawa and you've said it correct, Joe. So it's kind of like Chicago. We say Chicago and people from Omaha say Chicago. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a little bit like that. <laughs> So, so, Mayor, we 
on a lot of a shows, you know, we keep talking about Costco. Are you still laughing your A off on, on that one and counting the money? I mean, well, it, yeah, so it, it was a controversial thing as we spoke about Pete in, in our village at the time. I think it was 2008 or 2009. So it was, you know, prior to, to myself being in office. But yeah, I mean, that, that thing is, as, as I said, it, it's been great. Costco's been been friendly and a great steward to our village. I kind of go back to the Granger deal in you know 1994. They we we kind of fought them in 1994 to DN to to not be in our village and they DNXed out and all this stuff. I think the final DNXation happened in 1997 after all the court battles and blah blah blah. So I got them back 20 years later in 2018. They annex. I got them to annex back in, which to the tune of about a million to a million whatever a year which is huge numbers for us as a small village so you know i, I know we personally as a as a village are against cursive commercial development and i i totally understand that and i get it and i think we've bought all the parcels that could potentially be commercially developed and and try to protect ourselves i think we own every corner now in the village that we can potentially own so we own everything south of Costco now. We just bought a huge property from Granger of 120 acres. So now we own everything around Granger, excluding the, the forest preserve. So we, we've set ourselves up pretty well. But back to the Costco issue, it's been phenomenal for us. So I, I've reaped the benefits. The village has really reaped the benefits. And uh, it's been good. And as I said, they've been great stewards. I mean, I, I got a family of four. We're there all the time. I just bought gas yeah. day there. Um, it's always cheap. Yeah. I mean, you can't, no offense to the gas stations here in Lake Forest, but oh. I mean, the price, you can't, you know, we all got to stretch our dollar and Costco sure does it. I think that's a, a lot of people on the North shore. That's how they first heard of Metawa was when that Costco opened because nobody had ever really uh, heard of it outside of the city. Is there any other retail in, in, Matawa besides Costco? So we have Granger, we have the Costco, we have two hotels, and that's a, really all we get. We get a small telecommunication tax, but it's very small. But the two hotels are obviously a revenue, rev, good revenue for us. So I know that Pete knows this too, Joe, but we split the Lake Forest Oasis with you guys, right? So our name's not on it, but we're 50 50 on that for tax revenue. So what do you got? 30, 40 small businesses in there. You got a Taco Bell and a McDonald's and a Starbucks and a little jewelry shop and, you know, all these different things that they sell when everybody gets off the highway. So that we split 50-50 with you guys. So our name's not on it, but we do receive benefits from them. Is the Tollway Authority got any plans to tear that oasis down like they did the O'Hare Oasis? Yeah, so that's funny. I I don't know that, Joe. We have not heard on our end. I would I would hope that us or Lake Forest would get wind of it. Obviously, since it's such a be a major de uh, development and process, but we have not heard anything on our end. So I, as now, it's good to go. So how much money is that? Uh, <laughs> It's public information, I would imagine. Yeah, but it is all public, Pete. It's but public. I, I, I want to know how much money. And then there was a bunch of like not in my backyard. What do you call those people? Is that NIMBYs or whatever? 
those people that come up and beef and made us lose that thing to you, those that little fraction of people, my impression, cost us a lot of money. And I'm just wondering how much that costs. Am, am I explaining that the right way, Joe? Should I be looking at it that way? That, that yeah, I mean, it was basically my understanding was it was the it was the folks over in Conway Farms um, objected to it, and then I believe the Bears objected to it as well. Uh, because the, it would have gone where the city of Lake Forest uh, site is now, next to Hallis Hall. Um, Kathy Zerniak often says that uh, she her office is where the wine section would have gone for Costco. There. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a classic case of um, people saying, not in my backyard, or there's environmental issues. And so, okay, we'll just build the Costco on the other side of the tollway. And, you know, not through no fault. I mean, uh, Matawa did the right thing in taking it. Um, yeah, so, I, was there a fight over it at the time in Matawa? Or? Yes, 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 yes. They, we fought over it, too. Uh, we had about 200 people at that meeting, I believe it was, in 2008, when 2007 prior to that getting approved. But I'll tell you, the, fun, uh, the story goes that you had it in front of you for 10, 10 times. I think it got shot down as EPA 10 times. And you can go back and look at the minutes from those times in 06, 07, I guess, would probably be the pre-planning, maybe prior to that. But you shot it down 10 times, EPA did, because of whether you're scared of residents, whether it's environmental stuff, whether whether everything checked the boxes and it just didn't work, right? I thought it I thought it would have been, would have been great. And Bob Kiley, who's a great man, still like Bob a lot, um, you know, that was that was a big deal for you guys to actually lose it because it was a he knew it was a good revenue. He knew that the, the pensions were eking up and eking up and eking up on everybody. So he knew that they had a, they needed something else to sustain it. Now, you've done other things to get there. Uh, so, you know, if the Bears didn't gri gripe about Costco, how did they not gripe about the Forrester Hotel going up? Right. I mean, it's literally closer to them than it is. I understand a lot of people stay at the Forrester Hotel uh, who then are visiting Hallis Hall, you know. So because it benefits them, yeah. they don't they don't gripe about it. <laughs> Look, the Bears the in my book, no offense to the but the Bears can't gripe to anything about anything right now the way they've been playing. I don't disagree, <laughs> but my point is to say you 15 years earlier you're griping about a development that's going yeah. that probably doesn't affect you. Maybe maybe traffic, but I, I'm assuming that when House Hall opens at six or seven in the morning, that Costco's still not open until ten o'clock, nine or ten o'clock. So yeah. I don't know that the traffic you could throw the traffic things out there and say, oh, it affects us traffic wise. I don't know that to be the case. I mean, traffic was a big thing for us in 2008. The traffic study, there's no effect on anything of that that Costco has or does. Or you know, you come there. There's people that drive from Wheeling. There's there's people that come from Vernon Hills, Libertyville, everywhere. I mean, yeah. we get it from all, everywhere. But after you shot it down 10 times, it did try to go to Green Oaks. So you know where the gas city is now? We're in Green Oaks, the big yeah. gas station. Yeah, the tollway by 176. Yeah, 176 right there, Joe. They tried to go there. Costco likes the on-off ramps going north and south. So they didn't have the money to put in the on-off ramps going north and south. If you know only north, you can get off going. When you're going north, you can get off on 176. And that's it. You can't get back on. You can only go south on it. You can't go north on 176, as you know. So, so we did, well, how much money? A million in a year? I, I'm just. Yes. Ab above that. Okay. Above, <laughs> above that, Pete. Okay. Above that. 
Pays so, for a lot of stuff. Keeps wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm trying to look at this like you know we're, we're three guys sitting in the bar. We're in the lantern having a couple pops. So <laughs> we we don't we don't want to have Costco. We don't want the million bucks, but we want uh, Jason and Kathy Zerniak to have a really nice facility. Is that is that is that right, Joe? Is that well, the, the environmental issue. I, I wouldn't hang this on Jason or Kathy Zerniak or any of the current. Oh, I am. Council, because this has happened before any of them got here. Well, they're right? in there now. You, you can talk to former office. Mayor R Mike Rummel about this. I have. Uh, I think he's the one that uh, I'm told it died under his. Uh, the previous mayor was Presh Jim Preshlak's father, um, and he was all for it. But then he term limited out, and and Mike Rummel came in and goodbye. So you're saying when I see Mike Rummel, I should that would be the first question I should ask him. After he says he won't talk to me. Yeah, and if his wife wants <laughs> to run for mayor, I say she should run for mayor of Metalla because they the Rummels did more for Metalla than, than anyone in Metalla. <laughs> great with us. <laughs> All right, we got an election coming up. We got an election coming up, okay, guys? Politics. I'm sort of, I, I vote Republican, okay, but I just don't like the people that I see, you know, coming up. I just can't get behind them, but I still vote that way anyways. Um, think of me as a soccer mom, a really big soccer mom, and I'm seeing the candidates that are coming through here. Uh, Mary Cole, I get for uh, state's attorney because okay, I got a fundraiser tonight for her, so I got one tonight, and then we're gonna do another one in February for her. She's a okay. great person. If you haven't met her and you're really on the fence, or you're an independent, or even Democrat, you know she's a good person to get. Get behind. She, I think she'll do good too. Yeah. So I've had her on the show. She's been a guest here on the show. Good. No, she's been a guest, and like it's Mary Cole, or it could be you know Mary Jansons. It's not Eric Reinhardt that's letting people out of. We're not prosecuting, right? You know, get out of jail free cards, that type of thing. Safety, right? Soccer moms understand safety, okay? I think Mary Cole's a, a no-brainer. Bra Talk to me about the other candidates that are out there that we should... Uh, who is it? Ferris? Jim Harris? Harris. Harris. Jim Harris. Okay, Harris. He's a Lake Forest resident. He is the... He's going to be the Republican nominee because nobody else filed for Congress. Um, he used to be on the Lake Forest Plan Commission. He's a business owner, uh, active in a lot of charitable stuff. Um you know that's an uphill battle. I uh, Brad Schneider is pretty Schneider, well entrenched right? as as congressman. When you compare him to some of the other Democrats in Congress, like Jan Schakowsky, or right. and then you get into that those crazy ones like Ilhan Omar and and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Brad don't look so bad compared to. That. <laughs> but you know, I uh, uh, Jim Karras is a good guy. I think he would be a congressman in the tradition of Bob Dole and Mark Kirk. Um, you know, uh, fiscally conservative, socially moderate. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's an uphill battle. Let's let's not kid ourselves that the 10th has been drawn now to include a lot. It's a lot different of a 10th congressional district. Yeah. And Mark Kirk and Bob Dold or John Porter back in the day represented it. Right. So he's got an uphill battle, but he's a good guy. And I, I think we're, he said he's going to come on the podcast eventually. Like I said, he does not have a primary. Um, so he's got some time till next November to, to, to make his case to the voters, but you know, the presidential is what's going to weigh on everybody's mind. Right. And it, it, which is unfortunate because I think 
we just spent a lot of time talking about Mary Cole and there's a really good race, but I bet you, you talk to, you grab 10 people randomly on the street and ask them who the Lake County state's attorney is. They have no clue. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I told Mary, you know, after the holidays, we'll be in full swing of politics, right? Yeah. Uh, Pete doesn't want to talk about it. Joe, you don't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about politics right now. And I said, you know, doing something, a fundraiser now, is it going to hurt? No, for 20, 30 people, no. But you got to really be attending these these holiday parties, these Grand Townships and Cuba Townships and, and you know, the Libertyville Townships, all these township parties and, and everything, the woman's for for Mary, the woman's, you know, the woman's uh, Red Hat Day or whatever it is, or the Christmas party. That's where you kind of get your name out there. Then you start fundraising in January, February, March, April, and all that stuff. She doesn't have a primary either. So, you know, she's got to run it all the way till November. And it's hard. It's a long, long race. It's, it's, it's long, but you're going to see, this is going to be an interesting election for, for us because it's a, you know, Trump's obviously going to be on the ballot, I believe. And, and president Biden will be on the ballot, I believe if he makes it that far. So, in saying that, you you know, there's going to be this could be a big turnout for everybody. Well, we, didn't we just see that uh, Hillary and Prue Beidler were sharing cheeseburgers uh, for the <laughs> tune of a <laughs> more more than five dollars a burger at Prue's house? Like what in, in this area? Why are we even wasting any money? And uh, because the way it's restructured. It's it's more blue now, right? So why why are we? I, I I don't get it. Why are we focusing money on other places where where we can win? Because the closer you are to a larger metrop metropolitan area, you have people that are motivated to vote a certain way to keep their jobs. Uh, why do we even waste any money around here? Talk me in and out of contributing money. Mary Cole, I get. Okay. I want the I want the crooks in jail, but everybody else, you know, what make me care. Well, Joe, I I'd say this, Pete and Joe, I'd say this. I said, you know, for people that say, you know, I'm in a, a blue or a red state that my vote doesn't matter, every vote does matter. And it's important to do that. It's your your you know public right to do so, to go out and vote and 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 have an opinion and then uh, you know, say that, hey, look, you know, I lost the race and, and unfortunately I didn't vote for that candidate, but I'm going to get I'm going to see what happens in four years. And we're living with what uh, what's going on for four years right now. But in saying so, Pete, I just think it's good to vote in general, to express the way you feel about people. And and you're an educated voter. I always say if you're an uneducated voter, you shouldn't vote. I, I say this about my mother a lot. I, we're completely opposites on on politics and i said you you shouldn't vote you, you you're not a voter because you just walk into the booth and you vote for anybody usually who somebody tells you or the last commercial you saw or or advertisement on tv which is far from the truth as we all know um so i think if you're an educated voter like yourself and joe obviously you need to vote and express the way even if you know look we know who we're going to vote for in november but and we know we're probably going to still be a blue state and it's going to get the electoral college blue stuff, but it doesn't matter. You got to vote. It's important to vote. What if everybody turned Democrat, then what would happen? Well, we'd all be in Turks and Caicos or something. <laughs> Our taxes would be, you think your taxes are high now. Imagine how much higher they'd be then. Yeah, but 
you know, let's talk about a Kennedy Democrat. That would be Republican today, right? No. A mansion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Manchin. I mean, I don't know. You say Manchin, but Manchin folded too under the pressure. I mean, yeah. he was great, but he folded under the pressure. He did whatever. I mean, did. It seems like there's no center anymore. It's the, 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 the Democrats are moving hard left and the Republicans are moving hard right. And there's there's no space anymore for people who are in the middle. You know, I'm 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 fiscally conservative, but I, I'm not socially conservative. So, I mean, uh, I got. At times, I feel like I'm a man with no party. <laughs> well, I, I think this too, that when we're growing up, I say this, when we're growing up, I'm 44. So I say, you know, in my mind, I have a lot of moderate Democrat friends that are still moderate Democrats, right? And and really are, are disgusted at their party right now. I would say that. And I, and I have a lot of moderate Republican friends or conservative that are, that are frustrated that we went so far right, right? So I think... Uh, to Joe's point, there is no happy medium right now. Unfortunately, it's either you're one way crazy or other way crazy or whatever you want to say. It's it's kind of uh, a little wild right now that we both know you have to have the House and the Senate, you know, to get things done. And it's just not working that way. There used to be bipartisan bills that get passed. You don't see that now. That's the most time that uh, Kamala, Camilla, whatever her name is, has ever voted that many times, right? She broke the record two weeks ago for how many times a vice president has broken the tie, which is unheard of. So advertising, right? I, I mean, especially with social media. I be, be, look there, people are pay, digital for Dems. Okay, Prue's uh, Prue Butler's uh, right hand uh, person, left hand. <laughs> That's right, left hand, left hand person. I mean, they they are paid to make you predict push you to do something into the future by showing you whatever people are drawn to negative news and politics has become an identity now it's like i'm this and nothing else i can't hear anything else whether that's left or right i can't take just like you said casey i can't take either you know side of that because you can't talk to them right it's an echo chamber it's it's that middle and isn't it that middle that can swing an election? To me, the middle is the soccer moms, okay? They're so pissed at Trump because he comes across, I don't know, like me, but they won't vote for him, and they'll take the guy that's tripping down the stairs on the plane, the uh, Democratic Gerald Ford. But <laughs> I was disappointed. I, I think yeah, but... in Virginia we saw with Yunkin three years ago, right? But but now he did, he got he kind of got beat up pretty good in his in his midterms. Really got beat up pretty good in his midterms. So what happened to the soccer moms prior to that? Right? Why didn't they stand up and, and do things um, like they did two years prior? Now you're in the midterms with Yonke, and I said, you know, they got him elected. They really did because when Tim was it Tim Kane he ran against yeah. Tim Kane Joe. Yeah. So. When, when he came out and said, they're not your children, they're our children, blah, 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 then the soccer mom's like, what are you talking about? These are my kids. I'll raise them the way I want to. I'll do this, this, and this. And then they came out in droves, and they really, I mean, he that thing didn't clo get close to the last two weeks. And it's like, well, wow, he really does have a chance. Oh, my gosh, he, he's going to win this race. And then he pulls it off, you know, 51 or 49 or whatever the number's coming out to be, a really close, close race. But I said – you know, where did they come out in midterms, right? So why didn't they do the same in midterms? That's that's the scary part leading up now to 
to 24 because you you have them get a, this governor elected, and I think Glenn's done a, a good job, and he'll continue to do a good job. Good job, but my point is, where did it, why did they show up in midterms? Well, Virginia is a one-term state, so kind of like Lake Forest, you can only be mayor for four years, those right. two-year terms. Uh, Virginia governor is one four-year term, and then you're done. So there's a history of the governors then running for U.S. Senate and becoming senators where, you know, we got people serving in the Senate for, you know, look at some of the fossils that are in the U.S. Senate these days. But we can uh, name them. <laughs> I mean, Mitch McConnell. Uh, ooh. Chuck Schumer, I, the same, all of them. Yeah, but I, I, but Youngkin, I think, you know, my take, and you're the guest, so I'll let you weigh in. But my take is the abortion issue has really been, become a poison pill for the GOP. And I get it. There's a lot of well-intentioned people who feel abortion is wrong. And and uh, I'm not beating my chest to about people having abortions. But I just, you know, I it really hurts the GOP politically, that issue. I don't disagree. Yeah, that... that... That's one thing that they've put out there is that we're taking away everybody's rights and and this is you know way it's going to be. We're going to tell you if you can have a kid or not, and and it's just not true. That's but they they put that in everybody's head. The Democratic side does, and it makes people believe that, and it's just not true. If you if you actually read and listen to everything, it's not that's not the case. It's really not the case. Hillary lost to Trump, and. Her unfavorables, oh, I'm getting ahead of my skis, guys, so I'm waiting for you to correct me. People hated her worse than Trump back then, I I, I think. So now, uh, and then Trump was beating up everybody in the debates the second time around. Now, has Biden screwed up so bad that people just say, I can't have that guy be my, my leader? Is that what's going to happen next year? Uh, polish those crystal balls, uh, Joe. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of my friends, their take on this is, is are, are Joe Biden and Donald Trump the two best guys? Is this the two best we got in the country to be running these? I mean, Trump's no spring chicken either. You know, I mean, right. <laughs> I mean and there's some if you watch the video of him lately versus 2016 Donald Trump, Seems like he's starting to lose. You know, he's not that much younger than he's only a couple of years younger than Biden. Um, you know, I full disclosure here, I'm supporting Nikki Haley. I'm one of the delegate candidates for Nikki Haley. I think she'd be a, a great president and more importantly, a great nominee for the party to help people like Mary Cole down the ballot. That's the one that's the one rap on Trump is. Uh, he has had zero coattails for any down ballot Republican candidates. And in fact, it may have hurt a lot of uh, Republican candidates, particularly here in Illinois. I don't know, Casey, your take on all that. Yeah, no, Joe, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm a Trump guy, right? I, 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 I think we, we know what's been well documented about my brother and I, and, and my family of, of, of what Trump's done for my family. And, and um, you know Brian's been with them eight, ten dozen times, and and speaks nothing but great things about him when you meet him and how he is as a, a person and a, 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 as a man. And and I I think you know let's just take all that aside though, right? Let's let's take how he is about um, you know doing things to women or whatever he's done with all these 
these 90 indictments or whatever you got against him, not all not all civil and, you know, some of it's the, the fight in the election and whatever. You, yeah, you lose track because there's so many of them right now. But I said, let, let's just take all that aside. Were we better for four years under Trump than we are now? And I think you'd have a hard time saying no. I do. I do. I think anybody with any common sense would have a hard time saying no. I mean, let's just start. Gas, right? Let's just start with number one. We started off the conversation. We're talking about gas prices at Costco. Let's start off with gas right there. Let's talk about food. Your Thanksgiving was a lot pricier than it was, I promise you, in 2017, 18, or 19, whenever it was. Your Let's talk about fossil fuels. Let, let's open it back up. Why? Are we, what are we doing now? We were in no wars. We're we're on the potential of being in World War III. I mean, I know you. everybody may laugh, but we're getting close. You know, they're talking about sending troops to Ukraine now, which we said we weren't going to do 18 months ago or two two years ago. But now all of a sudden we got to go now. We got to help Zelensky out. Why are we helping? We, we're the only country in the world that helps out everybody. I promise you, when they come attack us, nobody's helping us. Nobody's going to help us. So I just I just think if you're just a policy person, Joe, and, and I, I like Nikki. I went to her fundraiser downtown at the uh, Union Club or whatever. I like Nikki. Um, I like Vivek. Um, you know, I liked Ron a lot. I think Ron's done great things in Florida. But I said, let's just take all the things aside. Everything that you want to say, how old they are, Joe Biden sniffing kids' hairs and, and little girls' hair, anything you want to say, take all that aside. Just talk about policy, and that's it. Yeah, just yeah. policy. So if you just focus on policy and say, I don't care who it is, put put Pete there, put Joe there, whoever it is. And what policy is the best? You'd be hard pressed not to say that though the border was closed. I mean, that's the big one I missed right now. Geez, look at the border. I mean, the border, you're talking four and a half million people, four and a half, five million people that have come across now. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, downtown Chicago, I was just downtown last week in the where the standard club used to be, is where they're uh housing a lot of migrants. Yeah. And it was there were like the, the cops had to be. I was at that Plymouth Bar, whatever it's called, on uh, Quincy, and uh, they, the cops were there three times because fights were breaking out on the street. I mean, this is some serious stuff there. I mean, uh, it, it elections have consequences, right? I mean, I forgot well, who well, hold I think on. Obama didn't, said that. But... Didn't the Chicago mayor go down to the border and say, "What the." Fuck? He didn't go, Pete. He backed out. He sent some oh, of his he delegates. Back out? He backed okay. out. But you talk about a walking disaster, Mayor Brand. I, I know you probably have to deal with him in some mayor meeting, but Mayor Brandon Johnson, whoa. I mean, <laughs> if you didn't think it could get any worse under Lightfoot, you're you're seeing it right now, right? And finally, finally, you know, you saw you're seeing a lot of the African American people come out and say, This is not what we voted for. This is yeah. not, yeah. you know, and and they now they're moving away from it. you. See a lot of activists now and, and organizers coming out and say, "We're behind Brandon, but this is we're not going to go for this anymore." So now they're stopping and and already searching for another other candidates. I mean, this guy's really lost. Um, I understand that superintendent's good, but you know you want to be a sanctuary city, and I get all that. You know you got Adams in in New York wants to be a sanctuary city. You got Chicago, we're a sanctuary city. Anybody can come. Well, they're all here, and look at what it's costing you. And now they don't want them here, right? Now they're trying to ship them out. So, Do you think they would start shipping them? I, I, I heard they tried to ship them to Rosemont, and Mayor Stevens is like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I know the Joliet one was a big deal, too. I know that they were trying to do something under the table in Joliet. I, 
I know a few people down there that were on the board and, and a lot of residents in Joliet. They went to those meetings and they shut it down. I heard Julie Morrison was offering to uh, house some of the uh, homeless. Uh, her and Prue Beidler there on the on the strip, the the median there, uh, but they 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 wouldn't allow it. It's it's a shame. But, but look, the, Texas and Florida sent him to Chicago and New York and some other places. What's to stop Brandon Johnson from one day we see buses? Uh, Showing up at Costco or show in the tower. Or oh, in, yeah, in yeah. yeah. I'll t- tell you why. Because we'll shut it down. We'll just send them. We'll turn around and send them right back. That, that's why. And, you know, I, I think you're, we'd we'll, probably get in a pissing match, but there'd be lawsuits flying, which are, they just can't start doing that, that without townships or without mayors or people yeah. involved. I've thought about that too, Joe. That's a great question of, of saying, hey, what are they, they're going to end up at your front door. No, they won't, because we're going to just put them right back on a bus and send them back. Not even a bus. It, it, Lake Forest is a two-train station town, not one, two. Yeah. All you got to do is give them a Metro card and send them out here. That's yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's funny. You know, you got Governor Abbott from Texas, and he's shipping them everywhere. And now you see yesterday, who's the Democrat in Arizona that got elected? Katie Hobbs. She said, I can't take it anymore. She, She's at her wits end, right? So now you're seeing the party kind of eat themselves a little bit because of this sanctuary stuff. Now, you know, Newsom, he doesn't count because California's so far gone and they're just leaving there in droves. But I said, you know, you got all the all these Democratic states, you know, like I said, M- M- Governor Adams or Mayor Adams in New York, he's had enough. He don't know what to do now. Now, we're throwing shade on the, on the blue side of things, but... I have seen some positive lights. Joe and I have seen. I'm sure you, Casey. I mean, we, the treasurer is a nice lady. Uh, Holly Kim c- come across pretty well. Uh, Vince Vega or Anthony Vega, you know, the, the the clerk. They're you know they're they're blue people we can talk to, and they seem like they're they're very passionate, or at least they're not sour pusses, and they can carry a thought and hear your point of view. Are there more people like that that we can see on the blue side that we can get together with the red side and kind of make something happen in Springfield? So or- I haven't met the Anthony Vega guy um, yet. I, I've known Holly since 2011, 2012. Holly's been always a, a sweetheart. Uh, I feel like she works hard. You know, she lost the the race in Mundelein by a few votes and challenged it. And, and I, I believe she works hard and, uh, she really has a good ground game. Um, she does, and she volunteers a lot. And and she really wanted the the treasurer's position. Do her and I agree on everything? No, but she's is she moderate? I want to I want to believe so. She gives me no indication that she's not yet. But um, you know, a treasurer has no vote, right? So you always think in their mind, you know, uh, where are they going next? What's the what's the next what's the next step to you know, we, we put less into it because they don't have a vote, I believe, sometimes. that That's how, you know, when somebody doesn't actually have a, a, a changing vote, yeah, Holly's okay, but she hasn't voted on anything that would change any of our lives on this screen. That, make, that makes sense. So she well, those are, those are offices like treasurer and clerk and stuff. They're, they don't have to take way in on issues like taxes and abortion okay. and stuff like that. 
Um, you know, I, I remember way back when Jim Ryan, may rest in peace, was the attorney. He was the attorney general. And attorney general just puts bad guys in jail. Then he runs for governor and suddenly he's got to take positions on stuff and it didn't go as didn't go so well for him. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one. We've had Holly on the show here. You know, I like to always plug our past shows, but uh, and Anthony Vega as well. Um, so I mean, where do you good see people on past shows? I mean, Casey, let me ask you this. You've been how long have you been mayor now? Ten years, Joe. Ten years. So what's what's the future for you? So I'm up in 2025. Up uh, all all signs indicate I'd I'd run again, I, I believe. So um you know, we we've done great things, and 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 Pete and I have been on the show three or four times, and and spoke about it. We we have a quiet village. We like to stay that way. If you're asking me if I'm going to do another thing like I did in 2015, it's too hard in this state, Joe. It really is. You really, you know, I had a three way primary with McConchy and Marty McLaughlin. Marty McLaughlin and I are buddy buddies. So Marty and I we became friends on that campaign trail. He came in third. I came in second. And he he went on to to be a state rep down. He's doing good things down in Springfield. I I I just feel like it's too hard. And and I don't know if I was over my skis in 2015. I was only in office two years, but I felt like the timing was right with all the moving pieces in the, in the party. So I'm glad I took that shot. I really am because uh, it taught me a lot more about politics and and even beyond on, on the state national on the state campaign like that was really really good for me mayor mayor Erlach, we're going to start wrap, wrapping up here what else is going on metawa that uh i should care about what do you guys got <laughs> well pete i mean we got so much commercial development going on it's crazy <laughs> no <laughs> we got we're, we're quiet listen we like i said people everybody just got their tax rebate checks um Oh. They're they're happy about that. We we do that every year right before the holidays. So oh. I think that's kind of a, a boost for the families to get their tax rebate checks. We we got a few houses being built right now. Um, we just finished an eight. It took about ten years to finish, eight years to finish, but we just got our our building one of the last houses in the Crest, which was a subdivision off of old school in St. Mary's. So we've had a lot of movement in houses, especially with the pandemic. I guess over the last two years of, of, of new houses being built or uh, people moving in too, which has been great. A lot of new families, a lot of new faces, a lot of younger kids, which I love to see. I have two young girls. So, but, uh, but other than that, Pete, we, we went through a few zoning changes that we were working on. We're going to be updating our comprehensive plan now that we've acquired 120 acres or 115 acres from Granger. So we'll be updating that. Um, just, just housekeeping things, Pete. Honestly, nothing, nothing crazy that that is going to make any uh, Daily Herald or anything like that. I promise. What's going to go? All this property you're acquiring. What's is this? Just going to be more residences? What's going to go there? No, we like it less density, Joe. So it's it's more to keep the the developments out. You know, the so kind of like open lands and Lake Forest. Yes, sir. That that's what we like to keep it as, and we're we're actually part of that. I believe the Lake Forest open lands. So we. We do a lot with them, and they do a lot with us. With our MOLA group, we have a Matawa Open Lands here in our village, so we we talk with Lake Forest Open Lands quite a bit. But um, it'll just be open space. I think it puts us over 200 acres now of open space for our village, and 
we're closing on another property in January, not as big, but closing on another one in January. So I got two more goals in mind of next year of, of things that I've focused on to, to try to uh, get done. Of course, Granger took me almost eight years to get done. So sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others, but uh, we get there to the finish line eventually. Last question, Casey. Yes, sir. Pump up your uh, nephew. What happened? He's great, Pete. So he starts January 13th in Notre Dame. Um, he graduates in a couple, uh, maybe, I think it's next week from Chandler High School. Then Brian's bringing him up here on the 13th, and he starts uh, on Monday, The I think it's Monday, no, Monday the 15th, he starts cool, or probably Tuesday the 16th, as I look at my calendar, Tuesday the 16th at Indy. And they're going to keep him at uh, safety, you think? I or? believe so. I, I haven't heard anything change from that, Pete. Uh, I think he's going to make a, a pretty solid little safety. I think he's got to put on some weight. Um, obviously, he's going to get better coaching when he gets to, to Notre Dame and and learn a little bit better and, and get in the weight room and put some weight on and probably get a little bit faster than what he is. But he's, he's a good kid. He does well in school. And, and like I said, Brian and I are just excited to see how he does at yeah. the spring game because he will play in the spring game. Everybody will play in the spring game yeah, and just yeah. kind of see how he develops uh, against, you know, Notre Dame's, they're great. I mean, you know, that's, it's Notre Dame, what everybody talks about. Who's going to win the college football playoffs? You know, you're not going to like what I say this, Joe. I don't know where, where you went to school or whatever, but. My I, we didn't have a football team. <laughs> how do you against the, how do you go against the tide? I mean, I honestly, I know Michigan's playing great, but we see this every year in the Big Ten where, you know, Ohio State's great, and then they play an SEC school and they get beat 52-7. to 7. You know what I mean? You see this every year where they just don't match up well with with SEC schools for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know if it's just because they run the ball, and then when they when they shut down the run, they can't really get into the pass. I think it'll be a, a better game than what people expect, but I do think that that Alabama wins. And if Florida Alabama State wins, gets did Florida State get screwed? Ha, you know, I, I I see that too, and that's a great question. Did they get screwed? It's hard to – you want to say yes, but then were they the best team? How do you keep an SEC school out, right? I mean, do I think Florida State would have been one and done without, without Jordan or Travis Jordan? 100%. They're not the same with any of those quarterbacks. What Florida State should have done, though, is said at that game – at that – that right before the ACC championship says Jordan Travis will be back next week. That's what they should have announced. It's instead of saying, well, he's out for six months. They said Jordan Travis will be back next week and practicing, knowing that you have a month before you even play. Then the committee would have been in like, oh, what do we do? That Jordan Travis is coming back. Now we can't keep him out. Then it would have really threw the committee into a tizzy. So this twelve this going to the twelve team playoff. Yeah. Probably a good thing next year. So I, I think so. I mean, then it's going to be really hard to say that if you're 13, that I wasn't one of the best 12. Well, you weren't even close to one or two. So let's. What are we really talking about now? You, I think you always have six teams, roughly maybe six to eight that can probably make an argument. Ohio State could probably make an argument, right? Ohio State could have made an argument. I mean, come on, they got they got beat in the the championship, but Georgia. How do you keep Georgia out? You're the number one team for. For three years, you've won 30 games in a row. How do you keep Georgia out, Joe? And hey, my, my son goes to Liberty, and they're yeah. in the festival against Oregon. Uh, Are they playing uh, New Mexico State or something? We we beat New Mexico oh, State New Mexico in the State. Conference right. USA Championship. That's right. I'm sorry. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I like Alabama, Pete. Yeah, I may be okay. wrong, but uh, I don't. It, it's hard to go against Nick Saban. You know, he just he doesn't lose. He gets his kids motivated. If you would have asked him that in week two and he thought they'd be there, he would have said no. But look at him now. Don't even start talking about the transfer portal. Up fifty three percent. Did you see that? <laughs> Up That's 53%. all. It's like free agency every year now for these kids. There was 1,158 kids in the transfer portal last Monday, which is up 53% from last year. It'd be like free agency in the NFL. and That's the... what it is every year now, Joe. But yeah. who could offer me the most money? And what's going to happen with all this conference stuff? I mean, it, Power 5 is going to be the power. Pretty soon everybody's going to be either in the Big Ten or the SEC, it seems. like. Yeah, I don't know what the Pac-12 is doing. I mean, they literally got I think they're done. Right? Yeah, Pac-12 is done. Fold. Yeah, <laughs> they folded. Hey so, man, the kid, the kids are getting paid, and they better thank that O'Bannon guy from UCLA, that basketball player that sued to get the. Yeah, was it Charles or Ed? They were brothers. One of the yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah, one, one of them, man. They better kiss their rear ends. But God bless the kids are getting paid because I mean they're they're putting up some serious risk, you know, to play. Like the kid from USC, he's probably better off sticking around. He's making more in the, in the college than he's doing in the NFL. For he'll make another five million when he stays back at USC. Yeah, yeah. I Mayor, thought, I'll tell you right now, Pete, it's going to be yeah. Bama and Texas a rematch. That's why two, and I think Bama wins. Okay, and we're going to timestamp that December thirteenth, seven forty-eight a.m. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> No pressure, Mayor. No pressure. Tuesday, January 9th, I'll be back on the phone with you guys. <laughs> it'll, be Washington, it'll be Washington and Michigan, and Michigan wins it all. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Jason Wikipedia? He's a Michigan guy. Yeah. Mayor Casey Erlocker of Metawa, Illinois, on the Licked Horse Podcast. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Pete, always good to hear from you. You guys have good holidays, Joe. Take care. If you guys want to introduce me to the guy you got in Lake Forest running for Congress, set up a meeting. I'd love to say hi to him. Love to do it. Love to do it. Thanks, Mayor. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Yes, sir. You too. Y'all take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool support? The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Broker Michelle Pardo has lived and worked in Lake Forest for over two decades. Michelle's lending experience when combined with her real estate expertise makes her an invaluable asset to her clients as they navigate their home buying or selling process. Call Michelle now at 847-528-8721, 847-528-8721. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center for 
focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. Laracy and Company CPAs founded in 2010 by Lake Forest own Brian Laracy specializes in tax preparation and bookkeeping services. Earning the People Love Us on Yelp Award, their process is straightforward. Just upload, review, and file. For a free quote, visit laracycpa.com. Now that's L A R I S E Y C P A dot com. I'm excited to share with you something special from our Lake Forest community, the Aesthetic Lounge Med Spa, located at 775 North Bank Lane in Lake Forest near Wisconsin Avenue. This just isn't any spa. They offer an amazing blend of traditional spa services, plus the added benefit of medical procedures and treatments. In a relaxing and luxurious spa environment, you can enjoy a range of cosmetic and aesthetic treatments. These are all performed under the supervision of top medical professionals. The Aesthetic Lounge Med Spa provides skin care, facial rejuvenation, body contouring, laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, chemical peers, and much more. What's great is that each treatment is tailored not just to enhance your appearance, but also to address specific skin concerns and to promote overall well-being. So if you're looking to pamper yourself and take your beauty routine to the next level, give the Aesthetic Lounge Med Spa a call at 224-768-8028 or visit them at their location on North Bank Lane. It's an experience your skin will thank you for. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick.